0: Need to prepare. Need to prepare. Prepare. Life can turn on a dime. Know where your dimes are. This is Money Talks.
1: We're back. Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon with Casey Smith and Justin Wagner, and we've been talking about 401Ks and how to roll them over from uh, previous employers and whether or not you should roll them over and various other things. If you're just tuning in, you're going to have to go to our website and figure this one out. But uh, you can do that. Hensler.com, spelled H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. I'll do it kind of backwards this time. Uh, that's the way you can listen to our uh, our radio show, uh, kind of in podcast form. You can also email us if you prefer. Uh, our email address is drgeneinsler.com, spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, or you can call us, 770-429-9166 is our number to the office. If uh, you had questions for uh, Justin for a 401K, or if you're a company um, HR uh, I guess, uh, manager, then you could uh, call Hensler Financial and and, uh, Justin could help you figure out some of the company benefits through your uh, 401k. Uh, You could also reach KC at the same number and KC can help you with all kinds of things, whether it be financial planning, exit planning for your business, um, you know, trying to, Uh, help you maximize profitability, maximize valuation in a business, Uh, lots and lots of ways that uh, Hensler Financial can help you. That number, again, 770-429-9166. If you just want to get a question answered on the air, probably our best way is call the question hotline. Number there, 1-855-429-9166. The way it works you call in, you'll get our message, our recorded message at the Beep. You will uh, leave us your recorded message, including your question. We play the question on the air and answer right behind it. So uh, there you have it, all the different ways you can get in touch with Hensler Financial. Um, guys, we've been talking about this 401k thing, but we do have a question from Tom and Melissa who says... Uh, Uh, Why are interest rates going up if the Fed isn't doing anything? The Fed clearly said last week they're not raising interest rates, so why are we seeing interest rates climb? Uh, There is a difference between the Fed's policy rate and the market rate. Uh, What we're seeing right now, uh, there are no numbers at all that are showing us that inflation is rising. Unless you go to the gas pump, I was about to say, mm-hmm. or the grocery store, mm-hmm. yeah. right. or
2: try to buy some lumber.
1: I even heard earlier today that uh, you know they're projecting that we might see three dollar a gallon gas before the end of summer because, really? especially because so much pent up demand and people are going to go on vacation Travelier. this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, if you look at the official numbers, we went from one point four percent on the CPI consumer price index uh, to one point seven. Uh, In February, um, the Fed's new target is the same as their old target. It's 2%, but they use it differently now. Instead of just getting to that 2% and then the Fed decides to take action, they have told us that they have a new policy, and it is a longer-term average. So just because it pops above 2%, the Fed's probably going to sit tight. Mm -hmm. The thing the Fed is trying to do is the same thing they always do. They want stable prices in the economy, which does speak to inflation. But the other thing is full employment. Now, yeah. we've got unemployment that's still above 6%. We've got underemployment that's still above 8%, where it had spiked to 11 at one point, um, And we also have labor force participation, meaning that not as many people as really want to be in the labor force are actually out seeking jobs, Uh, and that's down by about 2% relative to early last year. So until we see, uh, I think, employment get back... Near what the Fed considers full employment, and that's kind of a debatable question, used to be considered 5%. January of 2020, we had uh, unemployment at 3.5%, and it wasn't causing inflation. Usually, full employment, when you go beyond full employment, you start seeing wage increases, wage inflation. And uh, 3.5% didn't actually get us there, so until we get the numbers like that, we probably aren't really officially seeing any sort of inflation. However, what is driving the interest rates higher right now? Supply and demand, right? It's supply and demand, which drives inflation, but it's really fear of that inflation. Yeah. Uh, We are seeing prices higher in certain ways, but if you think about where we're seeing it, food prices are up about 4%, um, you know, energy Back during the pandemic, in the the beginning of the pandemic, we could buy gasoline for less than two bucks a gallon. Mm-hmm. It's now over two sixty. I think I paid this past week for you know my tank of gas. So I don't really buy a tank of gas. My thirty dollars worth because I for DCA a dollar cost gas. average his gas. <laughs> I, I, I did you, you did that. I do. Yeah. I, I thought about you the years, other day.
2: I was at the pump. I was like, I wonder if I should just get a set amount every week, like yeah, Troy.
1: I, what I'll recommend is start with a value that a actually idea. gets you. To at least half a tank, because you know, in times that are where the price is lower, you're going to buy more. You don't want to buy too little. Yeah. You want to make sure you set your dollar amount. So what right. are you doing? You're lowering your average cost per gallon, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and only this only works if you deal with a commodity that fluctuates in price. Now yeah. some would say gas just goes up. Well, it doesn't. I mean, you can see over the past year, we've seen mm, yeah. gas prices even over the last six years. Only what 15, 16
0: when gas yeah. fell through the roof. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's there's times you you want to make sure that you don't have to stop at every corner to buy mm. gas and you also don't want
2: to or you can do what I do, wait till you get the little red light that comes on and, and says that's you're, out you're out drive? of gas and then
1: I wait till like 0 miles wait, wait till empty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I will tell you how that far often how can I drive my car? Yeah, often no my gas. light comes on but I still just put $30 in my truck. So, uh you know, you can find a price that I just buy thirty dollars every time I stop. So have you gas. had to adjust that over. over I have, the years? yeah, because I've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I started with ten bucks a, a fill-up. Yeah. And then I went to twenty, uh, and then you know, in 2008, when gas price, when di- uh not diesel, but. Uh, Energy prices, crude oil prices, went to over $140 a barrel. Yeah. Uh, my my 30. 20 had to get kicked up to 30 yeah. just so I could get more than a quarter of a tank. Right. Uh, so you know nowadays I'm still I stuck at 30. If I ever have to go up, I just stick right there. So yeah. You know, doing d- this for talking years. about interest rates. Uh, have we seen fixed income bump up at all for a lot of our you know retired clients who have fixed? Income? I mean, have we seen no bond yields? It's like gas up prices. It's I mean, you know
2: it, the the price of oil goes up. The price at the pump goes up immediately, whereas right. pr- price of yeah. oil goes down. The pr- price at the pump stays, stays the same. It floats. It floats slowly, floats slowly down, down, down but it spikes yeah. higher. Yeah. Uh,
1: the thing that I can tell you is since July of last year, so starting in August first, we've seen the ten-year, uh, the ten-year treasury go up by 1.09%. Now it doesn't sound like a lot. We're at 1.6 right now, a little over
0: 1.6.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that's a but huge the move. the speed That's, at yeah, which it got there, there. Yeah. was, was which ridiculous. Is, which is unsettling.
2: Well, eventually, you know right. that that should that should help bondholders in the l- long run. Long run, I mean, right. you, correct. As as things kind of reset right. and they're able to reinvest at higher yields. But mm-hmm. in the short run, you know all the the interest rate spikes cause the price of those bonds, the value of the bonds, to fall. And that's where you can get hurt if you need to access turn your bond into cash or your bond fund into cash.
1: So uh, let's let's flesh that out a little yeah. bit. I can buy a ten year treasury for one point six percent. What did I just say inflation was? One point seven percent. Right. I have locked in a real loss. Uh, uh, right, yep. Yep. exactly. You're right. losing money. Who yeah. wants to go out ten years? Under these circumstances,
2: well, people don't realize too that the, you know the Fed rate. I mean, they're really controlling the overnight lending rate. They, they are. It's the, the, short the shortest term, term and they, right. that's what, so they control kind of the short end of the curve. But Let's the longer end of the that. curve is is really based on you know supply and demand, which is ultimately the expectations of. Interest rates or, or yeah. inflation or whatever. So
1: here's the thing the Fed is not just sitting on their hands doing nothing. They did not increase the rate, but right. they are spending $120 billion a month yeah. mm-hmm. on low or short term interest rates. The short term from one month out to two years has hardly moved. In fact, if it moved at all, the two years up 2.9.0.2.9. Yeah. 0.2.9. yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, it's hardly moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one month is down 7.6 basis points, point zero seven six percent. So, you know, the Fed's actions you can see from the one month to the two year, and really you don't see it anywhere else. So, Fed's not just sitting there. What you see in the market is uh, inflation due to fear of in. Our, Rising prices due to fear of inflation. Guys, up or down market? Up. Up. Come on. You know me, I'm saying up. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week.